It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. What's going on, Dolphins fans? Kyle Krabs, Locked On Dolphins, your team every day. Today on the show, we're exploring how the Dolphins can pull off the upset in Orchard Park during the Super Wild Card round. Let's get after it. You are Locked On Dolphins, your daily Miami Dolphins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, Dolphins fans? Kyle Krabs of Locked On Dolphins, your team every day here on the Locked On Network. I want to thank you guys for making Locked On Dolphins your first Miami Dolphins listen of the day. Today is Friday, the 13th, January 2023. The Dolphins getting ready for their first playoff game in six seasons. Today's episode of Locked On Dolphins is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. Lifelong Miami Dolphins fan, Kyle Krabs, host here on Locked On Dolphins, uh, co-founder of the Draft Network, and kind of going to dig in today on this wild card game that is is should quite frankly be considered house money. Um, because obviously when the news came out on Wednesday, after we recorded the Wednesday show, conveniently, like immediately after we recorded the Wednesday show. So it immediately like turned everything on the narrative for this game on its head. Uh, the Tua Tungvalu had not cleared concussion protocol and would not play in this game. Uh, expectations kind of, they went right out the window, right? Like you're playing with a third string quarterback who is a seventh round rookie. He's been in the NFL for a season now, and he's had several opportunities to start games. And he does some nice stuff, right? Skylar Thompson does some nice things, but the precision and the little details that allow this offense when it is the best version of itself to really hum and click and create these explosive plays, it's just not there on a down-to-down basis. So Miami, your, your potential to score 30 points, I think is probably out the window unless you steal a couple special teams and defensive scores or set up really short fields. Uh, it's not an expectation to have. And do you trust the Dolphins to hold the Bills to... Less than 20 points? Probably not. Uh, this is not to say it's not impossible, right? And that's kind of the goal and, and the talking points that we're going to be going through today is the Dolphins are going to be led by Skylar Thompson on Sunday in Orchard Park in the wildcard round. Second straight playoff game with a backup quarterback. Neato. Great. But crazy things happen in this league, and this is why you play the games, right? And, and as we went over on crossover Thursday with Joe Marino and Locked On Bills, I don't expect the Dolphins to win the game, but that kind of puts you in this neat opportunity place to kind of let it all hang out there, play loose. Let's represent the Dolphins well and understand that. Uh, and, and I said this yesterday as well on crossover Thursday. If you told me, regardless of missed opportunities and lost games and losing streaks throughout the course of the season. Okay. Let's acknowledge that those things exist. The Minnesota game, was a missed opportunity. The end of the Cincinnati game was a missed opportunity. The Jets game with the missed field goal that set the Jets up on a short field and the game snowballed and went from a, a three-point game or a, a field goal to take the lead to uh, 40 points conceded because of turnovers in short fields. 
Think about the Chargers game, the 49ers game, the Packers game, the Bills game. Like, there are a lot of missed opportunities that are out there, right? And a lot of those had to do with, well, the Dolphins didn't have critical players, such as quarterback Tua Tagovailoa. If you told me Tua played 15 games and played through the Packers game, and they were 12 and 5, right, hypothetically, and they were the 5 seed, they had to go to Jacksonville. But you told me that Tua Tagovailoa wasn't going to play in the game, Everything else that happened from a missed opportunities perspective, it's now inconsequential versus the hand that the Dolphins are, are being dealt. And I hope that they, they reflect that with how loose they play. Because you could put the Dolphins up, the only seeding that would help them is the one seed because they get an extra week to have a bye and not have to play a game and not be eliminated this weekend if they lose. If you could be the two seed playing at home against what would be the Baltimore Ravens. You could be the five seed playing in Jacksonville, or you could be the seven seed playing in Buffalo. If you don't have number one out there at quarterback with the other options that are on the team right now, I'm not going to expect you to win the football game. And then the nice thing about that is that does answer the question that we had coming into the season is what, what's the ceiling for Tua Tungvaloa? He could be a quality starter in the NFL, be an impact player in this offense that is tailored to his strengths. It's exactly what you want. Now, there's other questions to be had, and we're going to tackle those later because availability is an ability. And that's not the question for today because the, the question for today is just what the Dolphins can do with this free money, house money, no expectations opportunity. But Tua Tungvalo is not the only player whose availability is in question. Teron Armstead was very transparent about um, the injuries that he, he was dealt with. Um, he suffered an injury in week one against the Patriots and it was recommended to him by doctors to get surgery, which would have ended his season. And yet you got some goofies out here saying that, uh, the Teron Armstead signing was a failure because Teron Armstead, in, in addition to pro bowl caliber play at left tackle for 13 games and the leadership that he provided and the toughness and the example that he set to play through injury, because I'm injured, I'm hurt, but I'm not injured. I can still play. And the fact that he's going to try to gear up and go in this game as well, dude is an absolute warrior. You want guys like that in your locker room. And there were no better alternatives for the Dolphins to get an offensive tackle for those who have gripes that Teron Armstead missed a couple of games at the end of the season. Who else would you have brought in? Genuinely, who else would you have brought in? Oh, you want to draft Ike Kwanu? Well, he went in the top eight of the NFL draft. And if you do that, you don't have Tyreek Hill. You want Lyle Collins? He's also on IR to end the season. So does that mean he's a failed signing for the Bengals? You got to have a, a feasible path in other directions. And Teron Armstead, that one fired me up this week. That there would be the audacity to suggest that Teron Armstead was a failed signing for the Dolphins because he only played in 13 games and he gutted through injury for four months and is going to try to go in the playoff game. He said, if I could drive off my leg, I'm, I'm playing. Let's hope he could drive off his leg because he deserves a chance to play in the postseason for how much he gave to this team. But his availability is huge because we're probably not going to see Brandon Shell at right tackle. I really hope this means that Robert Hunt's going to play right tackle in this game. And I, I want Robert Hunt's long-term answer to be at right guard. I think he's a Pro Bowl caliber player there. But for this contest, Robert Hunt's going to be your better option at right tackle than anybody else. So the first thing you got to do is you've got to figure out who's available, 
from a personnel standpoint, who's going to play, who's not going to play. Uh, there's some critical players for Miami that are kind of up in the air. I want to make sure I get it right as of uh, the last time that it came out. Did not participate on Thursday's practice. Teron Armstead, Liam Eikenberg, Kendall Lamb, Raheem Mostert, Tua Tungavaloa, Brandon Shell. A lot of offensive line guys there. So if you're not going to have Liam, if you're not going to have Brandon Shell, like you can kind of do the math. We're going to put Robert Jones at one of the guard spots. We're going to hope like heck Teron Armstead can play because if he's not, then it's going to be Greg Little, right? Your other guard spot is probably going to be Michael Dieter making a debut. And then Robert Hunt, unless you want to take a practice squad guy like Keon Smith and play him at offensive tackle. Wouldn't recommend it. Robert Hunt, you're going to win this football game. Robert Hunt's got to play right tackle, and you got to pound the rock. Listen, I understand everybody wants, um, everybody wants to see the Dolphins with Jalen Waddell and Tyreek Hill, and, and there's ways that I think you can get those guys manufactured touches, but the unfortunate reality is this with Skylar Thompson and why I think it's important that you have to run the ball. I have the statistics here. Uh, there have been 47 quarterbacks in the NFL this season. 47 quarterbacks in the NFL this season that have attempted at least 100 pass attempts, including Skylar Thompson and Teddy Bridgewater and Tua Tungvalu. Skylar Thompson's total QBR is 27.3 out of 100. That is 45th out of 47 quarterbacks. His completion percentage is 57%. That is 46th out of 47 quarterbacks with at least 100 attempts. His yards per attempt is 5.1 yards. That is dead last amongst 47 quarterbacks in the NFL this season with at least 100 passing attempts, and he has one touchdown to three interceptions. That ratio is tied for dead last amongst the 47 quarterbacks in the NFL this season that have attempted at least 100 pass attempts. That courtesy of ESPN. You can't take that in volume. You can't. You have to be more selective with your menu and try to get explosive plays manufactured with quick touches or shot plays that are built off your ability to win the point of point of attack, win the line of scrimmage, and force the back seven for the Bills to start sucking down. That's what you have to do. The precision, the timing, the anticipation, the window throws, it's not there. Skyler can do some nice tough stuff off schedule. Skyler's a really tough dude. He's got a nice zip on his arm. But expecting him to get up to the line of scrimmage, have his pre-snap process correct, understand where he's supposed to start with his eyes, eliminate right. It took two two years and three offensive systems to figure it out at the NFL level with any level of consistency. And then we hit a bump in the road against the Chargers and the 49ers, and then it seemed like we got back on the horse. And then we got injured again. So you, you have to shorten this game. You cannot try to play fast, take shots down the field, and try to win a track meet, even though you have track athletes on the outside. Find ways to get them the ball, but understand you're going to have to string drives together. Your margin for error is smaller that way. No penalties in scoring area. No false starts. No delays of game. Get up to the line of scrimmage quick, like Joe Rose said last week when talking about getting ready for Week 18. All the little things, like you have to embrace a certain identity of a game to play if you're going to give yourselves a chance offensively to win this football game, in my mind. Starts with figuring out personnel, and then it comes down to an identity. 
And the Bills have been a team that teams can run on. You got to try. And if you get down 21 points, then yeah, we're going to have to cut it loose. We're going to try to make some big plays in the passing game. But you got to really squeeze this game down. Don't let Josh Allen possess the ball for 40 minutes. Can't do it. So you got you to grind clock. It's going to win ugly is the recipe if you're going to get it done. LinkedIn, one of the top resources available for any small business owner or hiring manager. You know that success in 2023 all depends on the team members you surround yourself with. So I have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. With LinkedIn Jobs, you can hire qualified candidates more efficiently by matching open roles with people who have the skills, values, and experiences to help you achieve your goals. LinkedIn Jobs helps you quickly attract qualified candidates to your open jobs with targeting tools that go beyond resumes data by using insights from your job post company and their 875 million member profiles to put your post in front of the most qualified candidates. Identify the most qualified candidates on LinkedIn Jobs and connect with them fast and for free. LinkedIn Jobs makes it easy to screen and rate applicants based on your job qualifications all on one platform. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That is linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. You've listened to Locked On for any period of time. And I mean, I genuinely mean any period of time. You know all about the soft spot in my heart that exists for Built Bar. Built Bar, protein bar that tastes like candy bar. If you're looking for a delicious treat but don't want all the fat and calories, then you have to try a Built Bar. We just got through the holidays. Everybody wants to eat a little healthier. You know, be mindful. The calories coming in. So if you want to eat healthier but don't want to compromise taste, you got to try Built. With Built, healthy is actually tasty. They're so delicious that you won't even think that they're good for you. And I can confirm that's absolutely true. Not sure how they do it, but their bars taste like candy bars while maintaining amazing macros. 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and 17 grams of protein in these Built Bars. So if you want to get yourself a pack, you can head to your nearest Walmart, walk to the pharmacy section, and grab yourself a box of the four bar cookies and cream, double chocolate or coconut puffs. Or if you want to go to Sam's and get the 13 bar box, check out some of their favorite hit flavors, including brownie batter and churro. And make sure you thank me later. So I think that we have a, a big enough sample size of who the Bills are and who the Dolphins are to know that you should feel pretty good about your opportunities in the line of scrimmage, in both phases. I, I know the Bills have hung up a ton of points and yards against the Dolphins. It's like 900 yards in two games. It's over 450 yards a game. I get that. The challenge is flipping the script with the time of possession, and that will solve the yardage problem and potentially solve some of the uh, points problem that you could be facing in this game. They gave up 32 the last time they played in Orchard Park. You're probably going to have to cut two scores off of that to have any chance to win this, any chance to win this football game, in my mind. So, again, you, you can do that by possessing the clock, embracing ugly games, stringing drive togethers, embracing that although this is a track meet team with explosive speed on the perimeter, you're probably better suited in living in the nickel and dime world. And that includes quick passes, screens to the perimeter, so on and so forth. But uh, defensively, 
And I, I'd really like to see the Dolphins. I don't want to say not not blitz. I think you you would benefit from pressuring Josh Allen, but the strategy of collapsing the pocket has to change, right? And this is a game where I know the Dolphins' identity is the Dolphins' identity, and they're probably going to continue to do the same things and play a lot of man in their third and long situations. But boy, oh boy, would I love to see us play more zone and remove Josh Allen's legs from the equation, especially when you consider how Xavier Howard is moving right now. I don't think he's moving at his best. Uh, Cater Kohu is definitely, in my eyes, the, the more dynamic corner that you have on the roster right now. So trying to zone this up a little bit is a world that I think you, you, you're going to have to live in. You're probably going to have to live in a lot of three safety stuff. Have Jerome McKinley out there with Javon Holland and, and out there with Eric Rowe. Now, the nice thing about if you do three safety stuff is you can get Javon down as a robber. You can get him down on the second level. You can get him in the slot. I, I think you're going to have to be willing to live with taking some risks in this game and doing some things differently. Because if you keep it the same, we kind of know what the script is, and we, we kind of know Buffalo's going to be able to move the ball. I, I think you have to throw some, some dramatic change-ups in here. So here's what I would say. Anything that the Dolphins have from a, a specials perspective, special packages, special plays, misdirection on offense, like you got to empty the bag, right? You got a, a rookie starting quarterback. You're, you're, you have not scored points. Your offense is EPA expected points added takes a nosedive when number one's not at the quarterback position because you've tailored so much of the offense to his strengths. Good. Now the challenge is you either got to get this guy to be able to stay healthy, or you got to find backups that more closely mirror his skill set so that when you do need to not play number one, you can do a lot of the same stuff as compared to having these dramatically different styles of offense, right? So, um, and if you win the game and Tua Tonga-Valoa has an opportunity, clears concussion protocol before you would go play in Kansas City, and as the 17, you'd be guaranteed to go to Kansas City either way, then, hey, yeah, great. Maybe you could try to run your more traditional offense, right? But I'm not saying the Dolphins got to come out with like a wildcat package, but I am saying whatever you have in the bag that is designed, that you have been building towards and holstering for the right opportunities to use, I promise you, you will not get a better opportunity to use it than on Sunday against Buffalo. Double passes. I know we tried the Cedric Wilson thing, and he didn't throw the ball. Um, what game was that? I don't remember. Was that Cleveland? We threw the the, the we tried to throw the Cedric Wilson double pass, and he just ate the ball and didn't throw it. All that kind of stuff. It it should all be on the table. And your, your play sheet should probably be twice as big because I, I would put all the specials on the menu and be ready to call. Uh, uh, going back to when Buffalo has the ball, um, I think it's, it's worth noting that the Bills, with their offensive line, you can trust guys to win one-on-one. -on -one. The challenge is, okay, well, if we contain Rush, doesn't Josh Allen have all day to throw? And the answer is, is yes. But that kind of goes back to what I thought the Dolphins did when they played in Miami, where they forced Josh Allen to play patient football 
for 60 minutes. And yes, they were in position to win the game, but Josh Allen also got progressively more aggressive as the game went on, trying to slot some throws in tight windows to create bigger plays in the passing game. That's the kind of world you want to live in. Think about that Tampa 2 that they ran with Duke Riley running deep middle, playing some, some quarters, cover three. You know, it's not really a world that the Dolphins have lived in a ton, but that, again, goes back to you're going to have to try to do some stuff differently. If you're just going to say, well, the best we have, we, we are is, is, is what we're, we've done all year, and we're just going to go out and let it ride, it'd be underwhelming. To me, it would be. And you you do have to give the Dolphins their respect for, you know, defensively the way that they've played the past couple of weeks. And I understand you've played the Packers, who didn't play particularly well. And, of course, the Packers missed the playoffs. Yikes. Sorry. Hate to see it. And um, you played the Patriots, who offensively have, have not been good all season long. And you played the Jets, who didn't score a touchdown in their final three games. Like, I get it. But I do, I do want to acknowledge, you know, the Dolphins the last three games – 279 rushing yards allowed, 76 rushing yards allowed, 38 rushing yards allowed, 301 yards offense allowed, 249 yards allowed, and 187 yards allowed. That versus 446 against Buffalo. Buffalo had 150 rushing yards, and a third of that came on one Josh Allen run. Josh ran 10 times for 77 yards with a long of 44. So make Josh Allen one-dimensional. Play soft. Don't be willing to. This is the ultimate bend, but don't break. But then also, like, you can't do what you did the last time you played the Bills, which was let them score four times in the red zone. The, the Bills were four for four until they kicked the game winning field goal to go to 31 or 32. Excuse me. You, you can't let it, like, they, you got to at least, if they're going to possess the ball for 35, 40 minutes, like they have both of the first two times then you need to hold them out of the red zone on at least three trips because that's two scores, right? That That's a 12-point a difference. Magic number's 20. I think you're going to have to hold the Bills to under 20 points. And that's a pretty unenviable task when you think about the games that the Bills have played this year. I'm just going to read some numbers. 35, 35, 32, 20, 24, 28, 31, 30, 17, 27, 24, 38, 23, 19, 41, 31. The Bills have scored under 20 points twice this season, and they lost them both to the Dolphins and the Jets. They've lost three games all year. Your magic number is 20. You're going to have to hold the Bills to under 20 points. So you got to steal possessions. You have to win in special teams. It's a script that you haven't embraced all year long. But that's what you're going to have to do to win the football game. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all of your betting information. Get all the latest odds and trends for every professional amateur league out there, from pro football to basketball, you name it. BetOnline.net has it all. And if you love sports podcasts, you can even find those at BetOnline as well. They're the fastest and easiest way to get all of your sports betting info. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. 
Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. So that's kind of my central theme. If you're going to go into this game and you're going to shock the world and you're going to win this football game, that nobody expects you to win. Nobody's giving you a puncher's chance. The spread's at two touchdowns. You're starting a young quarterback who doesn't, you know, doesn't have the numbers or the production to, to really back up what you've been all season when you've been at your best. If you're going to successfully do that, you're going to have to play a different kind of game. Quite frankly, it's going to have to look a lot like what the game against the Jets did. But you can't have the snap miscommunications. You can't have the false starts in scoring position. And you got to get in the end zone a couple times. And the defense has to play Herculean effort. Turnovers, man. We talked about the yardage the last three weeks. Dolphins have one turnover in the last three games. It has just been a brutal year for that element of this Dolphins team. And it's it regressed from 2020 to 2021, and then again from 2021 to 2022. The good news is I don't know how much worse it can get in 2023. Just turnovers have they hasn't been there. So you're going to need just about everything that to be the polar opposite of what it's been offensively. What your attack looks like, what your identity looks like, your ability to possess the ball how you play coverage on the back end, how you choose to attack the passer, special teams elements, creating turnovers, all of those things have to fly in the face of what they've been for large majorities of this season based on the elements that are at play in this game. And that, for me, is why my mentality is don't try to be that team that you've been all year. You can't be because you're missing key pieces. And defensively, we know what the story is when Josh Allen plays the Dolphins. He has a lot of success, so try something different. And if it blows up in your face and you got to fall back into what you've always been because it's going to allow guys to play faster, hey, so be it. But I would hate to just stay stubborn, keep the blinders on, and say, this is who we've been all year, this is who we're going to be, we're going to go down the ship. Give him a run, man. Give him a run. Play your rear ends off. Take advantage of the opportunity. No expectations. Play loose. Make this fan base proud. That's all I can ask for. Expectations aside. We'll see what they do. Uh, Sunday, 1 o'clock, Dolphins Orchard Park. Make sure you hit subscribe. Keep it locked in right here on Locked on Dolphins. Appreciate you guys checking out the show. Uh, make sure you check out all the great shows that are available on the Locked On Network, your team every day. We don't just say it. We live it here on the Locked On Network. Kyle Krabs signing off. Fins up. Talk to you guys after the game. Let's go Dolphins. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? 
Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.